Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by AgDirect. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving Iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. Marcus from Sean Hackett. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information, call Ax or call. Don't call. Just go to axontire.com. Sean, do you like uh, free uh, stuff in general? Well, that free pocket knife. I've been using it every morning for my lemons. Have you? Well, I've got even a better deal for you now. So sure. I know in the uh, the hot Florida sun. Your tires might get overinflated because of the heat. So if you need something to check that with, they were giving away a free digital tire pressure gauge. And then when you're hitting the beach, you can cut the sleeves out of your new uh, Firestone T-shirt and wear it down to the beach and and get your pose down uh, on, on any any given day. So if you want one of those, just go to marketingaxontire.com and you'll get, uh, you'll get a free one. Just give me your details. Tell the Moving Iron Podcast sent you. And they'll send you a uh, free Firestone T-shirt and a free digital tire pressure gauge. So, I don't know about you, but I'm fired up about that, Sean. Are our operators waiting, waiting on, uh, waiting for your, my call? Just like time life, <laughs> just like time life used to be. You know what I mean? There you go. All right. So, Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs or go to valleytransinc.com. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And finally, no matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online to agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Sean is with Hackett Financial out of Boca Raton, Florida, and he is kind enough to come on a couple times a year to uh, – to talk about what's going on in the marketplace. So, Sean, how you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good. Doing real good. Well, I'll tell you what, the uh, the markets have been on a tear. You know, we had the, the per, uh, prospective acreage report come out. Corn is no longer king, according to that report. And uh, we're reading some reports this morning where they're looking like uh, Ukraine is talking like 21-plus percent of their uh, area may not get planted this year just because of what's going on there. Uh, it's got the markets uh, going good we got a bunch of different stuff out there um we had another explosion in 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 values pop up the other day on on what you see in the grain market complex so i guess what's your reaction what you're seeing here sean well the problem is is that um this whole russian invasion ukraine situation has put the market on edge there's just no room for anything but everything to go perfectly and so when 
something goes a little bit from perfectly, like the planning intentions report that said, uh, you know, 2 million less acres than the, everyone was expecting. You look at the balance sheet, it doesn't really work very well, Casey. Right. I mean, the, the numbers don't work well. So it either means the demand has to come down by very high prices, or we need to get a few million extra acres planted and or both. So, and then on top of it, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not like there's anything new about drought in the Southern Plains, Casey weed area, but somehow last night, People were shocked. That's the worst rated crop ever, but yeah. it's been the worst rated crop ever for a long for, time. <laughs> for a long time. I mean, there's yeah. absolutely nothing new that was gleaned from last night that we didn't already know from the lack of rainfall and the winter weather that we've had and how we began the uh, the planting season last fall. Um, absolutely nothing new, but somehow the market uh, was surprised. And, and they're up strongly today, 40, 45, 50 cents. Yeah. Um, but it still comes down to the idea that anything that's off kilter, even just by a little bit, you're going to get a violent reaction because we have no buffer stocks um, unless the situation in Ukraine turns out you know, better than we're anticipating. And maybe it will, maybe it won't. But right now, the market's going to assume the worst um, right now, just as the growing season's about to begin. And we're and all the weather's in front of us pump up all the risk all the weather premium now and then and then adjust it accordingly as you go along yeah so okay and you know some other news um you know, we're talking about kazakhstan's talking about maybe not exporting any wheat uh right now too so i mean that kind of goes to show where we're at in the world as far as wheat supplies go so the wheat wheat uh for once is kind of a leader here and, and not necessarily a a distant distant follower well, it's a leader. I mean, obviously, the, the Russian situation is the most bullish for wheat. Um, I will say, you know, I mean, always trying to look, be balanced now, you know, I, uh, and looking at a market. But Russian exports of wheat in March are up substantially from a year ago in March. Um, so it appears they're selling wheat as fast as they can um, that they have. Um so they don't appear to be hauling any wheat back at all. In fact, they're putting pedal to the metal and selling as much as they can. And it doesn't mean that the wheat market's bearish, but I, I would also suggest to you that, you know, one needs to be a little careful about, you know, nothing's going to come out of the region. Um, I yeah. still feel everybody needs money and China needs the supply. And so, you know, just I, I think one ought to keep a balanced approach. I understand the bullishness. I understand the horrific conditions in the Southern Plains, especially the Western Southern Plains, and certainly some weather risk premium now is warranted. But, you know, I would be careful about uh, uh, thinking that we know for sure what's going to happen in Ukraine and that's a done deal. I, I still think there's a lot we may be surprised about and it may not be all bullish. So. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Let's talk about crude oil for a minute uh, just because of where we're at going into harvest and, and the price for fuel that we already see. Our harvest planting season. Um, man, I tell you, price of oil has just been on a tear here over the last couple of days, especially. Um, what are your thoughts there, and what do you see happening? Uh, what's what's that, Casey? Uh, what was oil, that? oil. Oh, crude oil. Mm -hmm, crude oil. Um, you know, I mean, you know, once again, I think you know we made that blow off top, like we made in wheat. We've had the correction. Biden administration is trying to use the you know extra supplies out of the. Uh, storage here in the U.S. to try to keep price. But that's a short-term Band-Aid. Yeah. That's not going to create a long-term issue. At the end of the day, either demand's going to come down a lot, meaning a big recession <laughs> later right. in the year, 
you know, or we or we need to be producing a heck of a lot more domestically, which we could if you know there was support behind it. But that's still a long term situation, and or you know, if the Russian situation really calmed down, it's really hard to see a protracted decline in crude oil prices, um, you know, much below 100 un- until or unless something in Russia kind of calms down or, or the Middle East or specifically Saudi Arabia says, you know, we're going to turn it on and, and, and sell as much as we can and we're going to really, you know, use all that excess capacity we have and, and, and flood the market or, you know, we would need something to change. And right now we're not seeing any movement in any of these directions that would suggest why a hundred dollar barrel oil isn't going to be maintained here for for a while? You yeah. know, yeah. you know, driving season's coming. Yeah, tells a lot of people that you know weren't as free as Florida was, and, and it's only just now getting out and want to go out and drive around and do things. So, you know, um, you, you look at home price appreciation, trillions upon trillions upon trillions of value created for those that own homes. You know, there's still people with money out there, and even though inflation's high and the cost of living is high. You know, it's going to be a, a little tough to put that genie in the bottle for now. Yeah, you know, absolutely. All right, last thing on that top, you know, the U.S. dollar index has been has gotten hit here over the week, and it's it's been weaker quite a bit throughout the last uh, week and a half or so. As you take a look there, uh, you start looking at at exports and those kind of things. What are your thoughts with the U.S. dollar right now? In, I mean, ha- ultimately, if there's not a lot of of product to export because of where they're at now and then pricing where it's at right now. Um, especially when it comes to wheat. I mean, you start looking at people that just, do you, I guess the question I'm trying to ask you here is long-term exports with the dollar the way it is and the price of wheat, for example, the way where it's at right now, when do people stop coming to the table because of the price of wheat and, and the other commodities coming out of the U S we need to show someone's going to have a good crop. <laughs> You know, yeah. now, and, and by the way, right now, once again, trying to be balanced, Russia's winter wheat crop looks really big right now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not done yet. It's not in the bin. It's not over. But, you know, it's got big potential. We're talking about upper, upper 80s in terms of million metric tons of wheat. That would be, you know, not it, it wouldn't be a record, but it'd be pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we just need somebody to have big supply and take some of the pressure off of, of the Ukraine situation and take some of the pressure off some of the poor crops we had last year, um, you, you know, like the, the, the second crop corn in Brazil, the, the, the terrible spring wheat crops we had. I mean, we just, we need someone to say, hey, we're going to have a big crop. We're going to have a lot of supply. We're going to be willing sellers and, you know, we're going to be okay for a while. And, and you know, we're, we're not, we're, we just can't say that right now, but I think that's what you're going to need in order to calm the market down until then it's going to trade every little thing that doesn't look good aggressively because it's worried right now that we're not that we may not have enough if things don't work out and that's a that's a rational justified action to be taking right now for sure right on okay so the high price of feed uh, the cattle market is actually kind of holding its own you would you would think there'd be some some issues there but it's really doing okay. I mean, it's uh, you see some things that are that are fire up here. You see some interday volatility and those kind of things, but for the most part, it's doing all right. As you take a look at the cattle market with the feed prices that we're seeing right now, what are your thoughts there? Well, we're starting to get some weakness. The feeders have been really hit hard here the last week. 
Uh, lot, the, the fats now, the live cattle starting to come down. We've even been seeing an aggressive sell-off in the hogs after a big rise. It seems like the market's getting worried about another round of herd liquidation. Uh, you know, the, the drought in the western uh, ground is, is looking like it's, it's going to continue, and at least through the spring. And, and so, and, and of course, then on top of it, the market, because of Ukraine's worried about the economy later this year. So it looks like we have a, a black swan event for livestock. Even, even milk prices are starting to fall. Just seems to me the market's starting to price in some extra herd liquidation supply and maybe some weakening demand. And so the, the, that's the other side of the grain trade right now. The more the grains get pumped up, the more the livestock sector is getting pumped down. Now that won't go on forever and it will offer a, a wild uh, boomerang effect in the livestock market. But, you know, we have to get, to, we have to get the market feeling we've made the top and obviously we're not there yet. Right on. Well, Sean, good stuff as usual. Folks want to reach out to you and get more information about what it is that you have going on at Hackett Financial. What's the best way to do that? Our website is Hackett, H-A-C-K-E-T-T, advisors.com. We have all kinds of information on there to let your listeners know what we do to see if we can be of value um, going forward in there in any of the activities they have in agriculture. Well, good stuff. Well, Sean, thanks for being on the podcast, man. Anytime, Casey. I always look forward to it. Right on. I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Make sure you check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's where you find the latest editions of the Moving Iron Podcast. Also go to LinkedIn and my YouTube channel, uh, Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. Check that out and uh, see what's going on there. You can also go to movingironllc.com for everything Moving Iron related. Also, all the information for the Moving Iron Summit coming up in Nashville, Tennessee, September 6, 7, and 8. Sean will be there talking about what's going on with the weather as we switch from uh, La Nina to El Nino. Uh, and, and what that weather pattern looks like. So, Sean, I'll be there. Sean, appreciate you being the podcast man, and we will check you again Thursday. If you have a question for Sean, send it to me for a Q&A Thursday with Sean Hackett. I'll make sure to get that read on the air here. So with that, I'm Casey Seymour, Sean Hackett. Let's get some iron, folks. Out. Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Mo